Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved as we take a look at another unsolved mystery from right here in northern Michigan. This month, we're diving into the case of Jeanette Robertson. This January marks 39 years since she was brutally murdered in the basement of a pet store in downtown Reed City. But there still hasn't been an arrest or charges in the case. Since 2013, members of Jeanette's family have held a walk in downtown Reed City, drawing attention to the case. I sat down with Jeanette's sister to talk about what's turned into a nearly four-decade search for answers. Here we are, Lana, 39 years coming up. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going through your mind as we hit another year? Same thing that's been going through my mind for the last 39 years. Why hasn't it been solved? Why, why, why was she murdered? Why is, if somebody knows something, are they not stepping forward? Why? A lot of whys. There's a lot of silence yes. around the case. Yep. So let's go back almost 40 years. What do you remember about your sister growing up? Tell me about her. Ooh. Quiet. She would do anything for anybody. Um, but she was what six years older than me mm -hmm. so you know there was that kind of like age gap there yeah um but i remember one time she drew a paper doll and she drew dresses every single color dress you could think of in the crayon box and there mm -hmm. were 64 colors and it was you know, a paper doll so she made the dresses, and I wanted to play with that doll so bad. And she wouldn't let me because she knew that I'd destroy those dresses. <laughs> she knew it. Um, but she but, had a, it sounds like she had a creative side oh yeah, to her. Very creative, extremely creative. And every picture I see, she's smiling, and she's just she was a very, very beautiful young lady. Mm -hmm. She was. She, um, I, she didn't talk a lot about, you know, her personal life, I guess you want to say. But then again, I was busy living mine, so, yeah. you know, maybe we did talk. I don't remember. I really don't. How would you describe your relationship with her? Were you were you close or was no not close? No, none of us none of us kids were close. Mm -hmm. None, because our childhoods did not allow us to be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there was a lot of lack of communication. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to January nineteenth, thirty nine years ago. Um, you're telling me Jeanette had kind of recently moved back. Yeah. To the area. Yeah. Um, I was living downstate at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was seven months pregnant. Had three kids. And I get a knock on the door. I was just getting out of the shower. And a knock on the door. And there's two very, very, very young state police officers standing there. Male and female. And 
they said, do you need to call your mother? I didn't have a phone. And I said, why? What happened? You need to call your mother. Okay. I called my mother. My brother answered the phone and he says, Jeanette's been murdered. I said, you're not funny. No, I'm serious. I said, okay, I'll be there as soon as I can. You still remember every detail yeah. of when you found out? I, I blue bathrobe, pink towel in my hair. I, I, uh, I remember every detail. And so you get up here to Reed City. Mm-hmm. And kind of what was the what was next once you got here? We went to my mother's house, and um, Alvin was there. My kids were there, obviously. Um, it was not much going on, just mm. silence mostly. And we made dinner, obviously, and Alvin's sitting on the couch, and I, I took him s some dinner, and he said, I'm not hungry. I said, you need to eat. That's the only conversation I've ever had with that man. And Alvin was her yep. husband? Yep. Okay. That's the only conversation I've ever had with him. Sounds like everybody was just kind of in shock, shock at what yep. had happened. Um, I went to the funeral home with my mother. I wanted to see her body. I did not believe she was dead. That just doesn't happen to us. You know, it, not that just your sister's dead, but that she was murdered. Yeah, it's it, it's surreal. It does not happen to people. And I wanted to see her body, and they refused to let me. And for a long time, I didn't believe she was dead. Mm. You know, I made all all these scenarios in my head. Well, she's under witness protection program, or you know, they mistook her body or something. But um, I didn't believe she was dead. It hurt yeah. to, to hear that. It sounds like it still does, Forty it does. Years, almost 40 years later. It does, yeah. My understanding from reading it is this, it was a pretty brutal, not to get too into detail, but it's yeah. an important detail of the case. It sounds like it was a pretty brutal. It was. What happened to her. Yes. There's a monster running around Reed City. And from what was done to her, he should have like four heads and this ugly face. And he doesn't. He looks like a person. Are you comfortable sharing what happened to her? Or? No. Okay. So, as you guys are planning the funeral, there's obviously also an investigation going on. I wouldn't know. Okay. I was never questioned. Not I could have added anything. Mm -hmm. Well, I might have been able to, yeah. but they never questioned me. They ran my brother through the ringer. So much that he wants nothing to do with us now. Really? Yeah. He's done. Yep. He's done. Did you think, as they started investigating it, yeah, they're going to catch him. They're going to catch whoever did I this. I did. For a long time, I thought it was solved. For a long time, I thought it was solved. 
and my daughter, who was supposed to be here today, um, was, she was somewhere, I don't, she was scrolling the internet or something, and she typed my sister's name in, and all the stuff came up that it was unsolved, and she calls me and she says, Mom, this was never solved, you need to do something. And I'm, think, I'm thinking, why, why, why me? Yeah. You know, what, why me? And how many years ago was that? Oh, 10? Okay. So you're going a couple decades thinking, yeah, they've... Yeah. This, this thing is locked, sealed, yep. taken care of. I mean, that's how much communication we had in our family. <laughs> Zero. But yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was solved. But the case was very much not solved. Decades of interviews and leads with potential tips have not led to an arrest. What keeps you going? I'm a dog person. I am very stubborn. <laughs> um, my husband says that I'm the stubbornest person he's ever met. And if somebody tells me I can't do something, it'll get done. And I might die before this is solved. Got my daughter. She might die. She's got her kids. Jeanette had friends. They have children. They know about this. It's not ever going to go away. And I kind of get the feeling that that's what they want. They want me to go away. They want people to just forget about it. It's not going to happen. You are dogged determined. I am. hell or high water, you're going to get this. You're yes. going to figure this out. I, I will. And it's coming to the point now, my husband and I have been talking about hiring a lawyer to, I don't know, do something. You want something to hold on to. It's just give you guys something at this yep. point. We do. Yeah. We're coming up on 40 years mm -hmm. next year. Yeah. Is a long time. But in my thought process, it's also a long time for somebody to stay quiet. Yeah. That's why I said there's a monster running around Reed City. Somebody doesn't have any morals. Somebody has no conscience. Zero. Unless they're dead. What do you think it'll take for, for this case to finally get solved, for you guys to have the who, the where, the why, and the how? Oh, well, we already know the where. Mm -hmm. We already know the how. It's the who and the why that's still out there. Yeah. Um, somebody step forward and say, you know what? I don't mind that, well, I, I've, I've, I've come to the realization that I'm holding this information and it's not doing me any good, it's eating me alive. Here's what I have, here's what I know. And that's it. I, yeah. It's just you guys want, I, I keep coming, I know I'm saying a lot, Answers. but that's what I keep coming back to. That's what you guys are after. Yeah. Why? What was the point of doing what they did to her? For what? Just blows my mind. She had a lot of, a lot of life ahead of her. Yeah, she did. She had a beautiful daughter. She's got grandkids. She's got great grandkids. 
And Jeanette's family will gather once again this upcoming weekend on January 22nd to walk through downtown Reed City highlighting the case, hoping this is the year that finally brings answers. The fact that it happened in the middle of the day, does that make you think somebody saw it? No. Something? No. You ever been down in the basement? I haven't. You should go. You wouldn't see anything. You wouldn't hear anything. Even in the middle of the day? Oh, nothing. Place was dark. Oppressing. Mm. And now you wouldn't hear anything at all. You'd hear the people moving around upstairs. And they had delivery, you know. I think there was three, two or three trucks in there that day. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't hear anything. As far as you know, did Jeanette, what was Jeanette's connection to the building? I know it's the hardware now, but it was not the hardware back in the She was a pet store. Down, okay. down in the basement was okay. a pet store. That's, That's right. why I asked if you've been in the basement. Yeah. It's a pet store. Okay. It's still the same. It hasn't changed much since well, 1983. No, it hasn't. Not at all. If you have any information on who may have killed Jeanette, contact Michigan State Police at 989-773-5951 or Reed City Police at 231-832-3743. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved. Special thanks to Joe Busick for his help in producing this podcast. Be sure to tune in next month as we highlight another unsolved mystery from Northern Michigan. For 9 and 10 News, I'm David Lydon.